Welcome to your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking to better yourself and your career and or looking into the opportunities of being an agent with LPT Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff, so stick around. All right, so let's get into it. How to be a successful team leader in real estate. Number one, you have to already be a good or productive agent. This is pretty crucial to this, mainly because if everything falls out and you have to save all the money that you've spent on this team or make it back up, that you have the tools in order to do so. And it's also way easier to lead from a point that you've already been at than it is to just kind of guess and kind of help people mentor or coach them into being that way. So I think that this is really big and, and a lot of models out there to be a team lead have to do with you being the quote unquote rainmaker where you do most everything else and then you just can't handle this too much and so you hire a buyer's agent, well you hire an assistant, then you hire a buyer's agent and then everything else kind of goes in with that, okay? Uh, so make sure that you still have the ability to be a rainmaker and continue to do so if you need to. But it's all going to be based upon the model that you choose uh, and what sort of team that you're trying to build uh, in real estate. So big thing, make sure that you're already at that pace for the highest part that you want your agents to be. It's way easier to, to recruit people when you said you've done it before. Number two, have some sort of compassion or just have the compassion for people and agents and agents to help build them to the next part of their career. Like you got to figure out why you're doing this, right? If it's just selfish to you and you, this is the only reason is me, then don't hire a buyer's agent. And if you do hire somebody that you're paying salary for, okay? Um, if you're going to bring somebody on that's a 1099 employee, you have to have their interest up front, or it's just going to fall through. Eventually people are going to see through that. You're not being a very good leader at that point if you're just leading them into just follow me because, well, I'm, I have positional power as a leader. Nobody likes that. It, it, is, it is very, very short, uh, short-lived the entire time. So, so make sure that you have some sort of compassion for those agents. Number three, you need to find a model. When I talk about that, there's lots of models for teams. Tons of models for teams, right? Uh, especially with EXP and other ones like that, or LPT as well. They've got a rev share model as well to where you're kind of people that hang out and do business and you want them to succeed because it's making some passive income for you. There's nothing wrong with that. And you can make like a little like um, motivational group to keep everybody else going. Uh, that's, that's a model in itself, which is really untraditional of what, what we're trying to get here, but it does exist. So if you want the minimal amount of responsibility, then building a, uh, a rev share model is probably for you. But some of the basic models that we see, uh, the first one that we typically see is the assistant model. <clears throat> Basically what you do is you're gonna hire a army of <laughs> assistants, you know, assistants you don't pay that much for initially, right? So it keeps your overhead down but you can tell them exactly what to do as a W-2 employee. They can do most of the work for you. So everything that costs you time, you leverage it out to somebody else. 
And even in today's market, you can use virtual assistants, which may cost you three to five to $6 an hour and get somebody 40 hours a week and you can get multiple of them. And as the assistant model, you just hire assistants to do pretty much everything and you just go on appointments. You close, right? But you'll have a transaction coordinator, you'll have a ISA and OSA, so outbound, inbound sales associate, you'll have somebody running your um, administrative side, your executive side, you'll have a lead admin, you have all these different ones for that. So if it's just you and you love doing the real estate and you love getting out there for listing appointments and showing buyers around and things like that, the assistant model may be the way for you to go, for sure. The other one that we see as well is the agent model. Now the agent model, I've seen lots and lots of different uh, variations of this. But basically this is, if you've ever read the Millionaire Real Estate Agent, this is what Keller Williams teaches, uh, where you go in with the agent model, you start, you start to build your business, you got more business than what you can handle. At that point, you hire an assistant. That assistant takes off all the admin job for you and you keep going and going as you continue to build and build your business. Then at that point, you still can't hold up with it because you have more leads than what you can handle. And at that point, you can hire your first buyer's agent. Now from here, it gets a little hazy because you can really just go crazy with this. Um, there's tons of different ways for you to go as you can hire listing and buyer's agents. You can have your agents do both of them. Uh, you can hire more and more support. It depends on what your value proposition is for your agents. And this is where it gets tricky. So figure out what it is that you're going to do. And I really like the idea of using the initial models. And as long as it's profitable, that's all that really matters, right? Or if you can see beyond and you're getting the, the value that you need to get out of the business and it's sustainable, then go for it. There's two different ones that I've, uh, that I've seen as far as those models. And uh, one is that you really, really get down to the agent and you hire for specific things like culture, or maybe they need to have a certain background and close so many deals prior to coming in. I've also seen the other ones where if they can pass a test and fog a mirror, right? If they can fog a mirror, then um, yeah, come on in. And it's all about, they know that there's going to be a lot of turnover because heck, 87% of agents don't even make a pass their first two years, right? So you could be somebody like that. That's, that's the brokerage model. The team model is about getting your troops ready because you're leading, you're on the ground level leading these troops. So it really depends on how you want to get that done, but find that model and figure out why you're doing it and make sure that those things coincide so that you can be successful and you don't have to reset the team multiple times. I've had to, most people do. <laughs> All right, number four is the budget. I mean, this is a business, so it's gotta make money. So make sure that you're building a budget. You're not just throwing money at the wall, seeing what sticks, throwing mud at the wall, see what sticks. Make sure that you um, have some sort of budget, a base on bu basic budget that you can go in. You can use the red light, green light another MREA reference, <laughs> right? So you can use a red light, green light to say, hey, I've got more money coming in, now I can afford this expense and so on and so forth. And that way you don't, you don't really get yourself in trouble by buying $50,000 worth of um, Zillow leads when you don't have the income to support it. When you make certain decisions, uh, make sure that you ask yourself three questions. First of all, what's the upside? Which of course we can always think about. Second of all, what's the downside? Which is a little bit harder to, to think about, but really do think about it. And then the third question is, can I live with the downside? And if the answer is yes, proceed.
okay? But don't spend money until you have money. This is one of those things that we teach agents all the time. Don't spend money on internet leads until you figure out another way to procure leads because that may not work out and you'll be another on the street one. All right, so structure a budget, try to keep to your budget. Number five is define your ideal agent avatar. Again, fog in a mirror, <laughs> pass on a desk, or you need somebody that's gonna be shoulder to shoulder with you in the trenches as you continue to like get this team going. Obviously, the latter part of that is where I'm at, <laughs> uh, but there's nothing wrong with either one of those, okay? Who's your ideal buyer's agent? If you're not hiring buyer's agent, who's your ideal admin? And make sure to be selective when it comes into these things and just don't, just don't hire them like that if that's gonna be the case. Try to figure out the ideal person that's going to fit in your structure the best. You're gonna find some, you're gonna go through a lot of, you're gonna go through turnover, it's inevitable, but figure out which one's gonna be the best for you and what your vision is for the future. All right, number six is get out there and recruit. You gotta get out there and recruit. Recruiting is now your full-time job or your second full-time job if you're still in sales, which you probably are. Get out there and recruit. Don't hire the first person because they said yes. Most new team leads do that, okay? Unless it's a perfect fit. But we all get super emotional, like, oh, we're building our team, yeah, yeah, right? So go out there and recruit. You need to continue to do so. That is now another job of yours. To be a team lead, you need to constantly be recruiting, constantly. The market is changing. People's life uh, circumstance changes. All these things are constantly on the move. So make sure that you're continuing to hire people based upon your needs and the needs of the market and the needs of your business. The next part, number seven, is to manage. And managing doesn't mean just personnel, just like, hey, how are you doing? Why aren't you doing this? Manage could be a lot. You still have to manage your admin, right? You still have to manage their training and their training programs. Even if they're on the brokerage training program and you're running a team with inside the brokerage, you still have to manage where they're at with that. The biggest part that anybody joins a team is for the accountability. So you need to manage the things that they said that they were gonna put themselves accountable for. So make sure that you have that and that you are managing them as, as best that you can. There's a complete difference between management and leadership and know what those two roles are because being a good leader isn't necessarily being a good manager and vice versa. Number eight, very simple. Repeat. <laughs> Sometimes we get in, we build something up and we get the momentum. It's not what we thought it was or the market changed and boom, we're back on our face again. All right, next step, find that model. Okay, this model might be the next one. Go back in, structure a budget, define who you're looking for this time, recruit, manage, and then repeat. <laughs> we're constantly trying to build this out to whatever is going to work best for you. Um, obviously using any of these models that are out there, that's probably the best way versus reinventing the wheel. At least get your business going, uh, do the best that you can with that. And just go out there and, and be able to change people's lives. Having somebody be a successful agent and then seeing them go from a J-O-B to just having the freedom and the money to do what they want to do is life-changing. Just for you as a leader and for you as a person. And it just helps not only that, but grow you and in, in the business as well. That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent and or LPT Realty, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Your Realtor Success Channel in Northwest Florida. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you are thinking about joining LPT Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, 
be sure to give them a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.